day in the natural, best day in the spiritual. Because I'm learning that sometimes your worst day, God be trying to take you higher and to see something. But I, I definitely know it's because I've been praying the Ephesians prayer. And so we're going to go there real quick. I'm going to pray this prayer. And I want you to know that um, we have resumed praying on the Facebook app. So Tyler, anytime. You can just come. Anytime. And that's for everybody, not picking on anyone. But um, there, it was just like it wasn't enough. You know, when you pray at that intensity, then you stop. It's like, well, kind of felt lazy. But, um, man, so we've been praying. The Lord was like, I want you to start praying this over the people in Winter's Church again. And sometimes, you know, I'd be forgetting. But we started early on, and basically I just picked it back up. Good evening. Hello, brother. So I'm asking if I ask for prayer. This prayer is probably the best prayer you could pray for anybody. In the, for your, as far as your sister and brother in Christ, you can pray this prayer. Definitely pray for yourself and for your loved ones. Because the Bible says in Corinthians that their minds are darkened to the things of God. So when you start praying the Ephesians prayer... We're praying that the revelation knowledge will come to them, that their minds will be enlightened and that they will know the hope in which they were called, called by God. So um, I used to pray the wrong prayer for my loved ones, but when I pray for them, this is the prayer I start out with. And you can always pray in the Holy Ghost, Romans 8, 26 and 27. Because the Holy Ghost knows exactly what to pray. But, so that was just a little quick snapshot. If you're taking notes, that will probably be a good note. Also, Kenneth Hagen, um, Kenneth Hagen, one of the fathers of faith, um, he prayed this every day of his life and made him a great teacher, great prophet, great man of God. So, Pastors asked us all to develop our prayer life. So I would say if you would start with this and Ephesians 3, that will get you going. That really will. So I'm going to pray it tonight over us. So for this reason, ever since I heard about your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all God's people, I have not stopped giving thanks for you, remembering you in my prayers. I keep asking that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ... The glorious Father may give you, the people that are here tonight, the people of Winter's Church, the deacons, the elders, and all the lay people, and those that are attached to Winter's, the spirit of wisdom and revelation, so that they may know him better. I pray that, the, that your eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you. The riches of his glory and inheritance in, the in his holy people and his incomparably great power for us to believe. That power is the same as the mighty strength he exerted when he raised Christ from the dead and seated him at his own right hand in the heavenly realms. Amen. So I'm going to start right there. Oh, it talks about far above all rule and authority and power. That also is us. God has given us authority and all power. So we can definitely see ourselves in that. And also, if you begin 
to um, start saying your name or making it personal. God will begin to open up scripture. He will begin to give you quicker revelation in, in, in the things of God, in the spiritual things. And also some things we kind of prayed earlier was about understanding some things that go on in our personal life. So it really is a great, great prayer. All right. All right. Enough of that. So I'm going to kind of take the time and say this. I kind of want to get some things out of the way because toward the end, I know God is up to something pretty awesome. So I want to kind of get this out the way. Another book, man, everyone be praying for Miss Rhonda. She is traveling uh, to Baltimore. So uh, we want to cover her in prayer. She's going to be with her family as she um, later rests some family members. I don't know if anyone knows, but I can't pick on her. I told her that today. What am I going to do? I got to do Gaby. Just shocking. But pray for our elder. She's going to be missed. So if you don't see Mighty Rhonda, that's where she's at. So, But Rhonda, I asked Rhonda if I can use this book. She gave me this book because this is the book she was reading. She's a speed reader, Holy Ghost, Woman of God. So it's by Charles Capps. Definitely get it. It's really a quick, easy read book. But it's called Calling Things That Are Not. This book is packed with powerful stuff. So um, it's by Charles Capps. Um, and his w- daughter has a book out, too. Her name is Anita Capps. So I just want to tell you, I kind of been reading this book, and it kind of goes along with the gifts and ministries of the Holy Spirit and us expounding them, knowing our authority, and really getting some things settled in the um, in the area of, Calling things as though they be not. And so there's some great spiritual truths in there. And it kind of goes along with um, some of the things we're going to be talking about. Uh, The gifts and the ministries of the Holy Spirit. So I kind of want to share that with you and get that book. She's going to want a book back. So it's like, I got to get one. So tonight, um, I was like, Lord, what is it that you want me to bring uh, to winners? Sometimes, I don't know if Tyler, if anybody's ever brought the word, um, sometimes you think you have all this time. That's why he said be ready in season out. But I thought I was going to have all this time yesterday <laughs> to study, right? But through choices, I had to take some pain medicine and lay it down. But thank God for the Holy Ghost. I listened to Cherie. Man. She was on it. I was like, man, she talking about the Holy Ghost and that walk and how just everyday stuff. And so today, um, I'm going to be talking about the gifts and ministries of the working of miracles. We've been praying about it. And so last Sunday, when I got up to exhort, and this is the thing when you're learning about the Holy Spirit. I, if anybody remember, if you don't, that's fine too. I really thought, like, uh, he was like, I want you to declare that working of miracles. And I had exhorted and said that. But in my mind, I was, like, looking for the spectacular, right? But when Pastor Hans came, what manifested? So that's why that book was helping me. Sometimes God will have you being a declarer of something that's working in the atmosphere. 
And so it also rose into being an exhorter. But Pastor Ziggy, uh, two things he's declared. One of them is because of the office of a prophet, and he's our pastor, revival now. So we like, okay, people like, okay, revival now. But I'm telling you, because of praying the Ephesians prayer, the Lord's like, it was working in the realm of the spirit before pastor even declared it. But what happened, remember, we talked about the mind of Christ. Pastor was able to interpret the spirit to declare out what was already working. So a lot of times, pay attention. And I'm not saying you're not. But now I'm kind of like saying, ooh, you know what I'm saying? Like, so when he's saying, this is what's working in my spirit, and he had been declaring miracles now, and then it's been working. Definitely been working in Tyler and Ayla and the people that's been pushing for it, not saying no one else has. So it's in our midst. So God is wanting to, to build upon and get us not to be ignorant of spiritual things. So I thought that was really awesome that as we decree a thing, it shall come to pass. So for me, man, listen, the working of healing was working. And Pastor Hans, I experienced a touch from the Almighty God in the areas of healing. So as I was, um, so I have the book. Well, it's Pastor Ron, it's Rhonda's book. <laughs> she gave it to me. <laughs> okay, guys. This is the book by Lester Summerall, the book that Pastor's been ministering out of. I don't know if it looked just like this, but this is another book. See why I need Rhonda? She's awesome. So now it's my book. But in the book, it breaks down more later on if you want to go back. It breaks down the different ministries and gifts and different points of things that we discussed and even more stuff. So I encourage you to get that book, too, by Lester Summerall. All right. So um, so the things that the Lord uh, was sharing with me, I don't think I'm going to say my day. But I will say Revelation was working in my day. Because the Lord is teaching me, and I don't know, this is what is working in my spirit, that we are a people that, you know, Pastor says that we have been called into a hostile environment. It's more so now than we declared it over, let's say, 10 years ago. Because everybody just, especially people on our jobs, and we encounter some crazy stuff, even in ministry. Even with people, our family members, yada, yada, yada. But one of the things the Lord is saying is that we can win, overcome, and still receive the hidden riches, the blessings, and all that he's promised us in the midst of chaos. I was like, amen. Now, I was supposed to be working. And my job that pays me. But it was so crazy, I ran out of work. So I was like, well, Lord, I'm going to take this opportunity to study. <laughs> and as I was studying and reading the book, the Lord was like, Carolyn, I want to show you some stuff about the gift 
and the ministries of the working of miracles and about some of the power gifts. So the gift and the working of miracles and healings and the gift of faith, they're all intertwined. They work together. So it's kind of, so what he was saying in the book, let's just summarize is this. God is bringing to pass a supernatural change. So the gift of faith is God bringing a supernatural change. No human effort is involved, right? The gift of the working of miracles does work through a human instrument. It is a person doing a supernatural act by the divine energy of the Holy Spirit. It's an excellent example this is an example. Samson, he barehandedly killed a lion. That was a miracle. So the Lord wants us to kind of pinpoint how this worked because I love when, man, listen, when Hilda got up here talking about the metaphysical, I was like, whoo, I listened to it. But she made some points because in that, she talked about nuclear energy. And that goes to show that our creator, and really us, points to us, we're built. We're infused with the energy and the power of God. So when we hang out with the Holy Ghost, we're getting infused and the comparison is the nuclear energy. So now I don't, I don't take it personal when, you know, my loving pastor says, Carolyn, you like a bomb about to blow up. Amen. But it's now it's by the Holy Ghost. Not me personally, because I'll go to jail. You know? So that wouldn't be great. So this power is derived from the utilization of physical chemical resources, especially to provide light, heat, or the work of machines. Now, if you tell me, now I'm going to ask you a question, and I do want you to raise your hand because it's not a quick question. Everyone here has been touched by the Holy Ghost, right? I want three people to tell me what was your experience by being touched by the Holy Ghost. Tyler's going to come around. Did you experience heat? Did you experience light, a form of illumination? Or were you energized? Come on, guys. If Jesus... Um, I remember this time where uh, I went to camp with Ziggy and, uh, you know, the pastor that he talks about that passed away. Yeah. in his meeting. Pastor Duane was there. Mm -hmm. And um, I remember, uh, I don't, re I just remember that I was to myself thinking, you know, how typically when you're, you're in a service and, and um, the Holy Spirit comes on some people, some people have, you know, will fall out under the power or whatever. And so we're standing there and I thought, I am not going to fall out right here because it was concrete. And I'm like, I'm not doing that, you know? 
And um, he got through praying for me. And right after he got through, I opened my eyes and looked at them. And I was like, boom. <laughs> it's like, oh, my gosh. But I think what was made clear to me was um, it wasn't that I looked to man, but it was very evident that it was not man because nobody was touching me in a few seconds, more than five, you know, maybe 20 seconds, 30, because we were already getting ready to, like, you know, start conversation, and I was out, which was, it was really very awesome. You know, just what I felt, um, it's like I had, my legs were just jello. It was awesome, but um, it was really a cool experience for me, and I remember that because it's like the Lord is telling me that it's not man when they touch you. It's really by his spirit, so I thought it's cool. That is awesome because man is just the instrument. But when you can get that touch, it's been many a times we've all stood in line and pastors getting ready to come by. Think of it. Jesus walking by. Okay, don't be scared, guys. Just everybody. We are revival addicts. I mean, if any man of God come and visit, we be pulling. We be like, Oof. so come on, guys. I need your participation. So, so when that happens, who, who got it? Who got it? Oh, oh, oh. No, I, I got the microphone. I'm going next. Okay. Okay, next is, next is, is sister over there. <laughs> All right. Um, the, the very first time I experienced the Holy Ghost, uh, well, the first time that I recognized the touch of God in that way, I was at Calvary Temple in Edmond, and I was at the altar, and I felt an electricity shoot through my entire body from the I felt it get close to it was outside of my body I felt it get close to my fingertips and enter in through my fingertips and surge through my entire being out my toes and I felt that I mean that service is like 10 in the morning I felt that for probably 12 hours straight right and at that time I needed that because in my head I'm like this isn't real. I mean, I'm making this up. This is, this is just in my brain. And every time I think that, that intensity would grow and grow and grow to the point where I'm like, this is nothing but the Lord. I, right. I can't deny this. And now it's something I experience on a regular basis. Amen. That's something that happens regularly. And it, it was actually that day, Pastor Ziggy was there because there was somebody else that was there didn't have very good advice for me. Uh, they <laughs> They told me, they said, now when this, when this fire burns out, just remember, you still have to serve the Lord. I'm like, it's going away? <laughs> what? No, Pastor Ziggy that day told me, he said, you can experience this every single day. All you have to do is ask. Boom. And that's what I do every day. Amen. Amen. That's another key. We can ask for it every day. Feel to be filled. I, I, go ahead with the questions or the responses. This is interactive. Yes, ma'am. Um, the time that I remember, it wasn't the first time, but it was, um, I think I was only at Winner's Church. <laughs> I was only at Winner's Church, I think, for maybe a, a year or so. But Pastor Mikey was preaching, and um, he was praying for a bunch of us, and I just remember this uh, feeling of heat, which I had felt before, but the best way I can describe it, it was, it felt like a perfect circle of fire, heat, 
just like bearing into my chest. And I remember the most distinct part that I was like, it's a perfect circle. It's absolutely perfect. There's nothing wrong with it. There's not a kink. Like, I don't think I've ever felt something so perfect and without flaw in my entire life. It wasn't about the heat. It was about the perfection of it. That was just, it always really stood out to me as one of probably the most powerful feeling I've ever had of his presence and him doing something, pressing into me. Amen. Um, So I took a minute because I was trying to think of the best example, and I have to stand up for this. So this was in Revival in Richmond, okay? So I was born again less than a year, a few months, and there was a group of us that were all about the same age. We're all super excited. This is all, all of our first encounters with the Lord, really. So we're learning so much. And then I, I don't remember what the service was about at all, but I remember us all in the prayer line, and there were three girls, three boys. And we were, like, waiting in the prayer line, and we're so excited. We're like, guys, he's coming. He's almost to us right now. And then I don't know why, but we all started holding hands, like three girls, three guys and uh we're in a circle just because we're so excited and we're like he's almost to us and in my mind I'm thinking when pastor Zig gets here we're gonna let go and get in line but we didn't we just held on and then pastor Mikey was there too and um so what happened was they came up to us and pastor Mikey got on one side of the circle and pastor Zig got on the other side of the circle and when they did it was like electricity went all through the circle and i just remember all of us we just started screaming and then all at once at the same time we all went and fell back <laughs> it was incredible it was one of the most crazy things i've ever experienced in my whole life <laughs> amen all right next amen Woo, i feel his presence right now <laughs> come on jesus Pastor Mikey has talked about this before mm -hmm. when he's talked in front of church. But we were at Calvary Temple, and I remember Shanika was there, and I went next to her, and we had our arms around each other, and we just fell down and was laughing and laughing and laughing. Then, I mean, the Holy Ghost was just all over us. Then we let, we all were leaving, and Ted asked me to go pick up Pastor Mikey from his house and bring him to IHOP. So I went in my car, and I still just felt the presence of the Lord in my car. The Holy Ghost was there. I couldn't do anything but uh, pray and cry. That's all I could do. I didn't even know how I was driving to Pastor Mikey's house. I didn't know how. I was just I was being touched so much. Pastor Mikey, when I got there, he opened my door and he climbed in and he went, whoa, because he could feel it too. It was so strong. The Lord was so strong in my car. I drove us to IHOP. We don't know how we got there, but we could barely walk in IHOP. It was just the presence of God was so strong. And ever since then, the joy of the Lord ever since then, yeah. I will just start saying hallelujah. And when I start saying hallelujah, it just hits me every time, wow. every single time. Amen. Amen. So that touch, the psalmist says it's like fire shut up in my bones. So it, it comes to illuminate, to, to feel, to heal, to, to, 
to restore. This is the Holy Spirit. The gift of the Spirit is always in operation. And so God wants us to begin to tune in and desire it even more at your desk, in your car, in your shower. Because my testimony is sometimes when you get so over there, he will keep you. You won't get hurt. People that get hurt, well, I don't know. I don't know. Because I think Ted and Andrew fell on me in revival. And I mean, listen, Ted and Andrew, guys. Ted and Andrew. But I was so drunk in the Holy Ghost. Then they, I couldn't even see straight. I don't listen. I don't know how me and Andrew got from uh, Pastor Ben's church in the cruise, formerly known as the cruise. I don't even know. Ayla has been that revival friend, okay? Because <laughs> it, it's just it's crazy. So then now we talk about revival. Pastor declares revival now. It shows up for a purpose. So now we got to begin to know that every time the Holy Ghost shows up, he want to do something. Whether you be the instrument, where you be the person to receive, and that's the other thing. God's like, tell my people I need you to become great receivers. So tonight, God is like, anytime somebody gets up to declare, and you know it's by the Spirit, anytime anybody declares and you feel it and they say something is working, he said, just tell them, I believe I receive. Because you don't know what you don't know, but the Spirit knows. He said he knows all things. It could be your very breakthrough. It could be the ailment that has come to afflict you. And we are still waiting on hands being laid. Do you know that's the last thing? I'm going to prove it out. So while you waiting on the line or hands being laid, do you know you can receive? And that's what I did Sunday. The Lord's like, don't wait on the word. Don't wait on a man, a woman, a God to give you a word. Because all the time you may not get the word you're looking for. But if it's in the atmosphere and it's working, God said receive it. So now you can't walk away. I didn't get anything. I didn't, what? Passing them don't like me. I didn't get anything. No. Your heavenly father is pouring out gifts. When Jesus came, he said he went about doing good. Healing all that were oppressed. But if you looked at everyone that received a miracle, did they wait? No, they was like, Jesus, Jesus. They extended and they used their faith. And then he said, greater faith have I seen in all of you. The woman with the issue of blood. Blind Bartimaeus. We can go on and on. The man that was a leader and one of his, his people was sick, he said, just speak a word. So when the man or woman of God is declaring a word, it is good to what? To receive. 
Say, I believe, I receive. From this day forward. From this day forward. Amen. I get a little excited. I'm sorry, guys. I kind of left you. But anyway, it's, it's a good thing. And that's what he was showing me. So you can receive your healing at your desk. What did that have to do with the working of miracles? Because that same power we read in Revelation, I mean Ephesians, that same power that raised Jesus from the dead with all authority, all the power, all dominion. Then it's in Genesis. As he spoke, he declared, and we were created after him. Jesus was our seed, the perfect seed. He became what? The sin offering to the world. And then he went down, took the keys, and then he said, I go to prepare a place for you in my father's house. He's the great intercessor making intercessions for us. So when it, it is our due diligence to get in the spirit. It is our due diligence to seek after him because what we're waiting for is no longer a wait. You can receive. You can receive. If you have mental oppression, you can receive. You don't have to wait till you get to church. I understand that. But here's the deal. God has a personal, intimate relationship with you. He wants you to ask. And he said, when you ask, I will do it. Because that anointing, that same power that raised Jesus, that redemptive power works in us. So that's the revelation of what he's saying to us today. The working of miracles, we can do it. It's going to work in us and through us. It's working right now. Why? Because the Holy Ghost is on the inside of us. It says, greater is he that is in us, that is in the world. So when we go to lay hands... Now, when we go to lay hands, if he say lay hands, we're the instrument at that point. Peter, he was able to do heal by his shadow. But guess what he did? He had a revelation. They had a revelation that it's not I that do the work. The gift of faith says it's a demonstration Regarding the gift, we must realize one thing. We are dealing with God, and it is a miracle only as far as man is concerned. Since God is omnipresent, having all power, he does not recognize a certain event as a miracle. This is like every day. He like, <laughs> And then it says, it is only the voice of God speaking, causing something to come to pass. What might be a very small thing in God's sight is a miracle to man because he is unable to perform it in his own natural strength. This is why we have to align ourselves with the spirit. Lean in in the spirit. Acknowledge the one that's on the inside of us. Now, the definition, if you're taking notes, a supernatural occurrence is called a miracle because it is beyond our natural comprehension. 
<laughs> so it clearly tells us what is easy. That's why the now I was like, duh, that's why they said with man, all, I'm telling you, I was like, duh, all day. Like, duh, with man, all things are impossible, but with God, oh, let me say that again. I said that wrong. With man, things are impossible, but with God, all things are impossible. That's why our man of God, I'm like, we got to link up. We got to link up with God's thoughts toward us. What is he saying? What is he saying? Because it, it matters what God is saying to you, for you, and what he's saying in the body. There's a whole lot of talking going on. But we have to be able to discern. Ooh, I seen about discerning the spirits. I'm like, come on now. I hope we get to that. Because I was like, ooh. All right, Pastor. He works it with the gift of discerning the spirits working him. And it is not what I thought it was. But he had talked about it. But when you get over on the other side, you're like, my God. So all these gifts, especially the power gifts and the revelational gifts, they all are going to intertwine and work together. But he... The Lord says he don't want us to get hung up on definitions. Say that. Don't get hung up on definitions. Because just as the spirit will, the definition and the workings of it works different. So here's an example. It doesn't matter how a person get healed, whether it be the gift of faith, the working of miracles, or the gift of healings. I was like, oh, man. It don't even matter because it... That's why we've been like, well, how that work? Well, how you figure that out? How do you know? I know I've been kind of like, well, how do you know if it's exactly what it is? It don't matter. We know those, uh, those three work together. They're intertwined. They're going to work. And then you add the word of knowledge to it. Discerning the spirits. See how it works interchangeably. Then if you got a prophetic word, you should live and not die. We all have gotten prophetic words from pastors. So that I can even hang my hat on if your man of God, your prophet, your apostle, your pastor says something. Guess what? I don't have to look unto him. I look unto Jesus because he's the fulfiller of the word. Come on, Jesus. I was like, oh, so let chaos come, baby. I'm like, bring it, bring it, bring it. Because guess what? It's got to go. I have been trying to figure this out. Thank God for the revelation knowledge of the Holy Ghost. So the, the, the definition of a miracle is a supernatural occurrence. It's called a miracle because it's beyond our natural comprehension. So, when we receive our glorified bodies, though, the acts we consider to be miracles at the present time, right now, will no longer be miracles. Why? They will be perfectly normal. Jesus, he was endowed with all the gifts without measure, right? Remember, it says it's in the Word of God. So, we're limited as the Spirit will, but when we listen, now I understand that when we get our glorified bodies and it says that we will reign in dominion and power and kingdoms, it ain't going to be no problem. You'll see me today and go on tomorrow. 
So there's some other dominions we're going to take authority. That means, really, there's some other people. <laughs> I was like, Lord, this is getting me out here. I, I can't even prove this out. But if that's the case, then there's other people we're going to be healing and delivering and set free. <laughs> I know it sounds goofy, but I'm like, who look like us? I don't know because I ain't been nowhere but earth. But she <laughs> And I was like tripping out at my dad. They like, you good? And I told you I had a hellacious day. I'm like, oh, I'm better than good. <laughs> I'm typing away. Like, praise Jesus. So Jesus spoke to the fig tree, another example, and said, die. See Mark 11, 12 through 14. You can go there if you want to. Or see verses 20, 24. If you want to put that up there, Joe, that would be great. So the disciples were shocked to see it had withered the next morning. We all know that, uh, that context of Scripture. It says, now the next day when they had come out from Bethany, he was hungry. Man, this is why also we have to be rooted and grounded in love. Because I tell you, an angry person with that kind of power, baby, it won't be, it'd be like, boom, boom. Just people like exploding at their desk. You were in my way. I was going through the parking lot. <laughs> you got the last cup of coffee. <laughs> right? Right? Ain't that some stuff we get in the flesh about, though? We be like, see, why she just didn't make another pot? Why she just didn't make another pot? Why you just didn't make, you know what I'm saying? Be like, okay, Jesus, help me, help me. We on earth trying to figure out these small, minute things, and we feel like that just, just ruined our day. Now we like, shake it, oh, 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 I'm more than a cocker. I'm more than, girl, just stop, stop. Let it go. <laughs> just, today, we just, all the pettiness. I'm like, Lord, why are you calling me out? Just let it go. Just, come on, let's say it together. Prophetic, we're going to say, we're going to let it go. So when we see these little minute things, we're going to what? Let it go. I think Tyler helped Cherie out about it's the small things that, what, say it again. Right, like we own small foxes and God said, I called you to dominate. Uh, not the coffee pot. Not the person, <laughs> but God, I'm, I'm the head and not the tail. No, no, that don't fit. That don't fit. Just stop. But these are the things, right? These really are the things like, come on, come on, family. Don't leave me out here in the flesh land. I repent, though. So, and seeing from afar a fig tree having leaves, he went to see if perhaps he would find something on it. When he came to it, he found nothing but leaves, for it was not the season for the figs. Listen, I don't know anywhere you can go that, um, again, that book, speaking those things as though you are. So, we're developing our faith. We're developing in the faith, in the wisdom, in the knowledge, in the, 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 the dominion of God that he's given us. Because we really do have somewhere to go. And when you start seeing it, this is why I was like, let fools fight amongst fools. Now I understand why Jesus said, come follow after me. And then one said, oh, I got to bury my brother. He said, what? Let the dead bury the dead. You got bigger fish to fry, baby. You getting ready to get empowered. You getting ready to have dunamis power. You getting ready to establish my kingdom on the earth. 
So what, why are you worrying about the dead? Because all they're going to do is fight on what bag of treasury he had. Let them fight about it. You get your inheritance, but I got a great inheritance to give you. Because he said, what? If you lay down your life, I'll give it to you back again. And if you serve me before of the earth, I, I bless you and honor you before my father, God. Come on, man. I'm like, all this start working. I'm like, ooh, come on, Jesus. Baby, they plotting in my job. They plotting. I woke up early this morning before we even had intercessory prayer. I'm like, Rhonda, you ready? You ready? She said, girl, I'm ready. Listen, the Lord woke me up and said, read Psalms 27. Go to Psalms 27. This is what God wants us to do. Don't be afraid where you are. Let's just get to going where we're going. And that's why he said, be a great receiver. Because the race is not given to the swift, but the one who endures to the end. Run your race. With fear and trembling, because I guarantee you that everyone has something in this building to do. You have a dominion, you have an area of influence, and we got to put the small things away so they won't detract us and we can focus on whatever it is we need to be focused on. So I woke up this morning. Woke up this morning with my mind. Anybody Baptist? Stayed on Jesus. Boom, boom. I woke up this morning with my mind. Okay. So, I did. I woke up this morning with my mind on Jesus because he, it was like so much going off in my spirit when Pastor Ziggy uh, reached out. And I'm like, man, what am I going to study on? But here's the thing. He was like, get up. It was scriptures that I just prayed before I physically got out of bed. Again, stirring up my most holiest faith. It was scriptures coming to me that I ain't read in a while. But I told, what I'm going to tell you, it was what I needed for the day. Psalms 27 says, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Keep going. When the wicked came against me to eat up my flesh, my enemies and my foes, they stumbled and fell. Keep going. He says, through an army may a camp against me. My heart shall not fear. The war may rise against me. In this will I be confident. One more time. One thing have I desired of the Lord, that will I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. I'm going to tell you, I've been praying, Lord, deliver us from evil and perverse men. Because here's the deal. You have the enemy that influences other people to plot against your very life, your livelihood. But what we do, we get mad, we get put out again. Boom! We want to, but we know we can't because we're supposed to love people. But there is a way we can pray. So I start praying that. Man, listen, I was able to praise God. Now, I didn't start out that way because I was like, okay, I thought I got it done. It was, it was done. But then it started manifesting. Here's the thing. Me and Tyler, sing, uh, not Tyler, me and um, my new buddy, outreach buddy, Titus, we was uh, doing outreach last week. And I love Titus, man. He's been around pastor too long, boy. But it was like, boy, it's right tight. We was doing something, and um, we was praying. Listen, everybody was on board because we was praying at the ICU. 
And they and God wanted me to exhort the people. So I was talking. This is the man. <coughs> I said, oh, we got a religious devil. He ain't sick. Because he was totally fine. He thought I was going to do that wish I may, wish I might type of prayer. But he didn't know. He didn't know. So then when he found out, and, and then the, the family was like, hey, man, you're right. This was the sister. This was the grandpa, y'all, the daddy. He was like, Ugh. I was like, Ugh. I promise. So we leave, and I was like, man, that was great. That was awesome. I said, Titus, you know what? Two things we can guarantee. And y'all should remember this when we was in winters. It was one time pastor was preaching on a Saturday night. This one guy came with a knife. He was like, yeah. And then pastor just kept on preaching. Man, that's why we be on high alert around here. Be like, pineapple? What what you want to do? All right, we in the spirit, though. We are in the spirit. But let you touch our man of God. Touch him if you want to. That opened up a whole new policy. Now everybody carry. Grandma carry. (laughs) Marissa carry. (laughs) Everybody carry. We're like, look, don't let Amy show up. She got a machine gun in the truck. Like, Everything all right? Everything all right? I'm like, oh, it's okay. No, we're good. She'll see it on Facebook. Hit up Shereen and be like, is everything okay? Girl, come to church. We love her, though. So I was like, two things you can guarantee when the spirit of the Lord begins to in, be in operation. You can bet your bottom dollar. I'm going to look at Tyler. I'm going to look at Ayla, Pastor Annie. Everybody has been here a while. Well, even some of the, the seasoned saints, because you can guarantee if you didn't dealt with any measure of a person, but this is what I want to say. This is going to seal the deal. Two things that's going to always show up, and this is per Pastor Ziggy in the great teaching. The Holy Ghost and the devil. You can bet, listen, let a great move of God. That's why I start praying over Pastor Ziggy when they go out. Lord, deliver him from evil and perverse men. Because when the gospel, and you can see it with Apostle Paul and the woman who had the spirit of divination. And you'd be like, why she never wouldn't say anything? I mean, he wouldn't say nothing. He waiting on his orders. Because I would have been like, in the name, go. But it wasn't time. And I literally would have probably did that. But it wasn't time. So we got to be led by the spirit, right? But what happened, I didn't even, and then the other thing that he said here recently, when it comes to seeing whether it be in your life or in the lives of somebody else, ignore it. I was like, ooh, that's good. That's good. But today, I had to ignore it. It was times of ignoring, and it was time like, oh, because that, that dead woman want to come off and be like, oh, who you talking about? You talking to me? You ain't talking to me. But here's the, the, the deal. We all black women, except one girl, but her name is Kiara. And she's like, my daddy black. Girl, nobody don't care. <laughs> but she came for me. She came, but I did the word of God. I did. I said, Lord, bless Kiara. She my namesake. And then they had to do me injustice by saying, we're going to call you Kiki. Oh, no, y'all won't. That's my baby name. Your name is not Kiki. But I started praying, 
And she tried to do that Karen stuff. I said, oh, is this what we want to do? I, I had to go pray because, baby, we can do Karen. I'd be like, I just, I'm disabled. I feel like I'm distressed. Lord's like, would you stop it? I had it worked out by point. This is what I'm saying. The mind is evil. If it's not yielded under the Holy Ghost, it will imagine some. I did. I was like, Lord, don't let me go on that shore. I'm going to get her before she get me. That's the principle of the world, but it works. But you can't do that. You can't. Not becoming of saints, you can't. I'm just saying, though, for real, you can't do that unless the Lord say. But I didn't do it. So what happened, I just started praying for her. Now we think it's Steve. She was, like, bringing everybody to Molly's. I was like, hey, Tamale. We had Tamale Friday. She worked that thing out. She's like, Miss Curly, you can just pay me. Like, oh, thank you, baby. I'm going to pay you right now. See, if you trust in the Lord, he said, even your enemies, come on, Jesus, will be at peace with you. That's what I'm saying. You got to get over there in the Holy Ghost. Because the results in the natural do no justice as the results in the Holy Ghost. I said, Lord, you growing me up. So I'm thinking about all the times that um, we waste a lot of time uh, toiling over things that don't matter. Because the whole point is God want to have us fit and prepared for this. So if you're taking notes, I promise I'm going somewhere with this. So the disciples, it was an erroneous situation, an unbelievable thing, simply because it was out of their regular operating forces and strength. We're going to come up against that. But rest assured. So the Greek word for working of miracles now Forgive me how I'm about to say this, but I'm going to say it as well as I can pronounce it. I am mature in the Lord. In, in Jimia? In Jaina? No. In E-N-E-R-G-E-M-A. In Jimia? Okay. It in dunamis. I know that word. I just, yes, it's kind of touchy, guys. From the word, E-N-E-R-G-E-M-A. <laughs> it is the Greek word, though. Could you help me out, mighty woman of God? In Jimia. In Jimia. What is it? Energema. Oh, say that again for everyone in the back. Energema. Yeah. With great force, the Lord rained down <laughs> what Gabby said. <laughs> Thank you for all those that were praying with me. I'm praying for you. I'm praying for you. Amen. And he says, uh, Deuteronomy is the same word translated power in Acts. 1 8. Jesus said to his disciples, Ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you. Thus, we can see that this gift of energy or dynamite, that sounds like me, is God doing something of an explosive nature. So, that's what the working of miracles is. Dunamis and what Gabby said. So, the gift of the working of miracles means a supernatural intervention by God in the ordinary course of nature. It is God working through a person. Now get this, an animal, 
or some other instrument to do something that could not be done normally. So I thought about the donkey. Thank you. I love my British friends. In the first power gift, the gift of faith, God is working on behalf but interdependent of us. So that's the difference. The gift of the working of miracles is supernatural intervention by God in the ordinary course of nature. It's God working through a person or an animal or another instrument. But it has, definitely has to be living. The gift of faith is God is working on our behalf, but it's independent from us. We do nothing. In the gift of faith, God does something sovereignly, dramatically, and glorious. While we just watch and marvel, God does the work for us and not through us. Isn't that awesome? So, that's something we can look for. When the gift of faith is in operation, that's why when we're going out to the hospital, outreach, different things like that, or wherever you go praying, it's great if the dunamis power the energy shows up, and we have all touched and been a part of that because if it's an increasing measure, all you do is just ride on the coattails of the coast, trusting in him. Are we good, Joe? Okay, awesome. Now, the gift of the working of miracles, though, is the exact opposite. It is true. God is entrusting us with the strength and with an energy that we do not normally have. It is the power of the Spirit of God surging through us, through our hands, our feet, our natural, to our behavior. We call this the gift of the working of miracles. I hope this is making sense. So they're interchangeably, but here's how I break it out. The gift of faith, we do nothing. The gift of miracles, we do something. We put our feet on the gas, use our faith, but the same power. The gift of healings fall under that same thing. We do something, we're the instrument, but he uses us through, he uses that energy through us to someone else. So that's where you get the laying on of hands. But, is as the spirit will. If you lay your hands on somebody, uh, somebody said, it was before they touched me. And then you were like, oh, oh, that energy. So much of it was coming out of a human man or woman of God that it became overwhelming. And it was present to do something, to do something for the individual in, in question. So it did talk about the dumb Animal spoke. We know who that was, so we won't go into that. So the next one is a point I want to make. So it's beyond our natural reasonings because it becomes effective around us. This gift has functioned in the Bible even through an animal as in Numbers 22. That's what we're talking about. This is a very unusual story. The prophet Balaam um, when they were, he was wavering in respect to God's express, um, being tempted by the enemies of God. This is out of Numbers 22, 21, 23. Can you put that up there, Joe?
Numbers 22, 21 through 23. It says, and Balaam rose up in the morning and saddled his, now I'm not cussing, it literally says it. But because I'm going to stay true to the tape in the ministry, but it would be free. Okay, I won't. Um, the donkey and went with the... <laughs> See, y'all dirty minds. Y'all knew. <laughs> it's in here. Hey, look, look. Isn't it in here? Right there. What did it say? Just say it was in there. I didn't make this up. This is in the King James. Do y'all see it? <laughs> I just want y'all to know I'm, I'm on my good behavior. Amen. Inspired by the Holy Ghost, but I don't think we need to say it. Um, and we went with the princes of Moab, and God's anger was kindled because he went. And the angel of the Lord stood in the way for an adversary against him. Now he was riding upon his donkey and his two servants were with him and the donkey saw the angel of the Lord standing in the way and his sword drawn in his hands and the donkey turned aside out of the way and went into the field and Balin smoked the donkey to turn her into the way amen so really then they say then Balaam's donkey saw the angel of the Lord standing in the way, and it turned aside into a field. Then it crushed Balaam, amen, against a wall and finally laid down under. Each time Balaam punished the donkey, Balaam and his anger was kindled, and he smote the donkey with a staff because the Lord came in, and God used the donkey to do get his work done. That's awesome. Amen. So, Again, God spoke through the animal. It's in the words. So, if he can use an animal, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty confident that he can use us. So, the block of can he do it, will he do it, or will he use me to do it, it's not even the question. The answer is, Lord I receive, I receive the working of miracles. I receive the gifts of faith as the spirit will, but I'm open. I'm ready. That is our responsive prayer. I know this is very different, but I do got to tell you this part. Sorry, Pastor. He said, he said I see y'all and I seen you in the spirit, Carolyn. And tonight y'all going to have a good time. I didn't really know what he meant, but now I'm like, man, we had a good time. Thank you, Pastor. We had a good time. But I mean, in the Holy Ghost. I'm sure he means more, but we are having a good time. So, the other thing is, um, I want to pay attention from this day forward, how the Lord kind of uses you, and this is what I said, this is why I don't miss every opportunity, whether it be outreach, whether it be this, make yourself available, because now I get it. The more you make yourself available to the activities and the opportunities this is how you're going to begin to see God's spirit working in you. So when you're like, I don't want to, I don't, listen, jump out there, get in the boat. We all been there. Listen, I'm telling you, y'all know I talk, 
But guess what? I didn't, when I first started doing hair, this is me. If anybody ever watched the movie Sung, what is it? Um, who? That's the cartoon. Uh, but that's a good one. Uh, it's about these college girls. Pitch Perfect. See, I knew it was in you. That's my girl. So Pitch Perfect. You meet an Asian girl, and she'd be like, you remember that? And she'd be like, what'd you say? She'd be like, okay. I was that person. Could you believe that? Listen, I had, look, okay, guys. <laughs> because I was timid. You know why? Fear came in early. I was bullied. And this girl, I'll never forget, her name was Rosetta. Old Rosetta came up on me and was like, Carolyn. And I was like, I'm little. I didn't even, girl, I don't want your man. Like, she came up and attacked me. Like, oh, you think you can take my man? Listen, if you didn't grow up on the east side, you don't know what this, like. And she was like, and everybody was like, oh, man. And then you had to draw the line. And if you stepped over the line, like, poop, poop, poop. And then I was like, I remember I was like, why I didn't go over the line? Because I was scared she probably would beat me up. But now, I'm like, girl, let me see Rosetta at 46. <laughs> Whoa. Girl. <laughs> girl, I don't see no line. Boop, boop. You know what I'm saying? Just like, boop, boop. But I, too, was like Pastor Annie. I, it was a fear that came over me, so I was kind of scared. Like, people that knew me then, they, I wouldn't even say nothing. I'd be like, I was timid. And then, I, then one time, I was like, I'm going to show them. I'm going to show them. The next person tried it. That's why you don't mess really with little people, because you don't know what, they, what they're capable of or their backstory. No joke, because... The favorite thing that came to me, and God has been delivering while I've been here. This is what's awesome. Because you can't, you know, you'd be like, this little person complex. No, I was really fearful for my life. But oh, Rosetta. Rosetta was the, the evil prophet that came along and made me scared. And then so I was like, okay, I got it because I'm smart. I'm just going to be friends with the bully. See, you don't side with the devil. But I was so cute, they were like, yeah, I'll leave her alone. I'm like, I'm cute. They call me Kerber. <laughs> but it ain't great at 46. You know what I'm saying? Like, and so I get that. I get that a lot, though, but people try to challenge me. So you see what I'm saying? So this is a good thing. I got delivered this week. This is why. Because the Lord is like, Carolyn, it always... <laughs> Why are you laughing? Why are you laughing, Ted? This is, uh, this is testimony, true. This is probably why some of y'all have rolled up on Sister Curly. In a, and it wasn't that I didn't love Jesus. It was just all that stuff. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, oh, you trying to, you trying to do? Yeah, okay. So this week, the Lord's like, the same person be like, oh, you're so cute. It's the same people that was plotting against me. The Lord's like, what you going to do? <laughs> uh, you going to do that old 90s curling? Or you going to do the curling that has been redeemed, that's been called? You're a woman of God. You're anointed, filled with his spirit. 
You see what I'm saying? So you got to make choices in the middle of the battle that's already been won. But the choice is either I was going to go the way of the spirit. I went the way of the spirit, but I was like, them old nasty things. So tonight I'm going to make my list. The Bible says, pray for those that are in, uh, that despitefully use you. See, we ain't doing sage. One girl's like, well, I'm getting some sage. Girl, we ain't getting no sage up in here. But then you talking about let's anoint. Look, I said, here's what ain't going to work. We ain't going to do the anointing on in sage, girl. I'm anointed. So you can do whatever you want to do. Well, we don't want to offend nobody. See, this is the atmosphere we're in. We, yeah, she trying to do warfare, I guess. Girl, sage ain't going to help you. So you're going to run across people in their minds that are darkened to the things of God. They're going to pull out what they can. We got to pull out what we got. Ours is Ephesians 6. The breastplate of righteousness, sword of the spirit. My feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Ready. Casting down every high imagination, every thought. Putting it on the beat. I'm doing all this. So literally today, I go to lunch. I'm praying while I go pay a bill. So you could be in the spirit doing your day. So it's not a disconnected thing because you are spirit. You are spirit. You are spirit. You are spirit. And where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. So after I prayed a while, I was like, you know what? Shoot, I'm liberated. I don't care what you do. You can call me sunshine because they call me that too. But they don't want that dark, cloudy day coming. You see what I'm saying? But it's my responsibility. It's everybody's responsibility wherever you are. Whatever the enemy tries to pull your chain on. So what I did today through the revelation knowledge of the Holy Ghost, he was like, Carolyn, you know you don't have to take this atmosphere no more. It's been something I've been lagging around in the spirit. Didn't even know. That, that altercational thing. I said, in the name of Jesus, I declare that that thing I've been lagging around for years, you got to go from my atmosphere in the name of Jesus. Listen, I don't care what they do. Guess what? As for me and my house. I'm going to serve the Lord. Because guess what? The world will turn on you. And then it gave me the scripture, Joe, go to Psalms 1. It was crazy, yo. It was like, I ain't from New York, though. But it was crazy, yo, because I was like, man, this is making sense. Because now I understand what he says in Psalms 1. Blesses the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners nor seated in the seat of the scornful. I was able to locate all of them, baby, today. I was like driving over here like, <laughs> look, I'm winner, you're a loser. I was like, Lord, I'm not rejoicing in the fact that they're dumb. I'm only rejoicing because I'm a winner. Amen? Man, listen, the word came alive. I was like, man, I'm winning today. Shoot. This one lady went to the doctor just to get a, a note saying she can drink alcohol. She didn't have six, six strokes. I said, so what type of alcohol? I said, well, this, I think maybe this is why well, they don't like me. <laughs> they like me, but if they love me, they ain't really sure. You know what I'm saying? That type of relationship. She was like, <laughs> 
I said, so this is a new meaning to they drove me to drinking, huh? <laughs> I thought it was funny. She was like, yes, Carolyn. <laughs> I thought it was funny. I mean, you literally, because of your job. And you know, she the one told us that she could die. And some Pakistan doctor told you, don't say anything, but you go ahead. She's like, I'm bringing out my Seagram's gin. I, I was like, girl, you going to kill yourself? So now I really got to pray for him because she dumb. The Lord said they know not what they do, Dumbo. I mean, she wheezing like, <laughs> but she want to drink because she mad at the situation at our job. But I'm like, mm, I... So it does take you to a different, this is where I feel like as we are raising up, he's raising us up, it, it separates you. Today, I felt the great separation. So after work, this is how petty women is too. They gonna go couple and talk to each other. Now it's three of us at the fire. Well, I was like, man, we the, uh, okay, this is for the older people. We're the, uh, Michigan bicycle, the nine to five girls. Working nine to, with Dolly Parton, I love that movie. That's like a kumbaya movie. This was like, they was, I ain't gonna even say what they were doing. But anyway, you just gotta look it up. But I thought we had that kind of kumbaya type of deal because I'm like, man, we're, we're friends. I, I thought, and they like, shoot. Mm-hmm, girl. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You gotta be okay being not in the group. I'm gonna tell you, in this last final hour, you're gonna have to be okay. That may not be your personality, great, but I'm a social butterfly. So my flesh is being crucified because all this time I figured again, I figured it out. All the times I was playing. Well, and y'all know, y'all done said it right here. Why well, y'all forget about me? I literally said it at the brunch. I was like, God dog it, my soul is talking out. I was like, see y'all always forget me. What about me? It's been dying. Like it's things that God will kill the flesh. He's like, I'm trying to grow you up. Forget, you cannot do the greater works without being some form of a loner. You're a weirdo. You talk calling things though they're not as they be. Uh, yeah, you're mm, a little different. They're different. But the Bible says this is how they fear you, though. This is how they fear you, though. Because they, they it's something about you they know is good. So they only want you kind of like to help. When they in time, I had to talk somebody out of suicide. She thought she called me for a spa treatment. The baby just walked out, just got diagnosed with cancer. I'm in the parking lot. I'm going to get my information. Now I'm, I'm in the parking lot like, oh, no, you should live and not die. You, where you at? She was like, how you leave your purse? But then we got her mind. I, and, and she called me when I first, when I first started working in. And she came with me with all guns a-blazing. She was like, well, you need to tell me what this Christianity means. And she, again, she's African-American, but she on that black tip. I, I'm praying to the answers. I said, well, girl, that was in witchcraft, so good luck with that. See what I'm saying? I done got all the way. I'm bold now. I'm like, I don't care if you black, like, <laughs> that don't matter. You better get with the Holy Ghost. So now I'm in the parking lot, like, talking to her, like, Girl, you you in a battle. You got diagnosed with breast cancer. You smoke a vape weed pipe in the class. 
at work. Okay? She finally told me why she be so hungry. I thought it was a tapeworm or something. No, I'm saying this baby got groceries. We call her like, she be like, what, I got juice? I got chips? Like, I ain't even lying. We call to her for like snacks. She got crackers, cheese, fruit. Look, whatever you want. She be like, what you want? <laughs> so she, I, I just got in. I'm like, I, I would like some cheese and crackers. Like, everybody put their order in. Like, I would like some cheese and crackers. <laughs> you got some fruit today? I left mine at home. <laughs> Can I have some of your fruit? She's like, yeah, Colonel, I'll give you some. But again, it starts. It happened. Colonel, you all, you done showed up and you starting trouble. Oh, <laughs> that's what they tell me on every job I've been at. See what I'm saying? So now I know how to respond because I used to get downright mad. Like, what you mean I start trouble? Girl, I'm 4'6". What, what is that? Excuse me? <laughs> but... In the spirit, I'm mighty. And Pastor Ben and so many people have come along. It's like, you shake up trouble. And I seen when Pastor Ben was prophesying to me like a, you know when uh, they breaking up uh, uh, Mr. Don. When they, what is that? Breaking up the foundation. Huh? Yeah. I was like, yeah. I was like, I sure am. I come to do damage to the spirit. So that was one of the scriptures I seen that your your hands been pastor's prophesied to me. He's like, Curly, your hands been made for war. They're mighty in battle. Oh, so you know I was on cloud ten thousand when I walked bloom in the place. Like, come on, I'm. then all chaos started happening. But here's the deal. I'm texting and I'm asking, are you okay? You. You don't play with you about to kill yourself. You tired. And I was like, man, no. No, no. If it was just for me, if God just brought me here to, to, to not have no work, to be rejected just to talk to you. I begin to tell him my testimony, how before I was born again, I lost my mind. I was in the mental institution. And the, the demonic forces was laughing. <laughs> and one day, just a day, to have a clear day was a blessing. And one day I said in my room, when I get stronger, I'm going to beat your butt every day of my life. <laughs> I was tormented. Tormented. Pastor Nika came and got me, and I said, I want to be born again. I wasn't even saved. Had a boyfriend, left me. He was calling me thinking I was getting Social Security. <laughs> crazy. People is crazy. When I called, they were like, here's your crazy girlfriend, cuz. Wow. Left me for, for dead. But I serve a God who delivered me out of the called me by name and he told me in my darkest hour curly you will live and not die and you will get deliverance if god has to use a quack 
pot. I say it that way because the man of God that I got saved under, he was in something. Literally, the demonic forces would laugh when he would pray. I'm like, <laughs> but one man with funny glasses, short, see, short. He became my pastor. You know why? When he prayed, he had like kind of like them old. He was in the military. He was Kathy. Got born again through TBN. He was the associate pastor. My mama's friend heard about what was going on. They said, she said, Linda, your daughter's in a spiritual battle. My mom's Jehovah Witness, but I love her. She was like, I don't know. She said, well, can I come up there and we pray with her? We went to the visiting room. I'm telling you, I look deranged on top of being on medication. But this is where it gets good. When he prayed, there was peace. Every encounter I had with him, there was peace. I didn't know nothing about the Holy Ghost. I didn't know nothing about the infilling. All I knew was there was totally a difference when one man would show up. So you can't underestimate who God want to use in the demonstration of his power. Because you'll miss it. Because you're like, I don't know what this package look like. Oh, no, I'm going to wait. Over the next man that I like the way they talk. Well, you can miss it. You can miss your divine appointment. I ended up going to his church. I was like, man, I like how he prayed. And that day, I was under his ministry until it dissolved. And God revealed to me through intercessory prayer, my man of God right now. I was in a pit. And when Pastor... um. I went to um, a church service. It was on the southwest side. I think it was Shekinah Glory. And I, I'm hanging out with my friend, Shanika. She's like, why don't you come to church? I was like, girl. I mean, I promise I looked it crazy. And at this time, I was done with prophecy. I was done because I seen the abuse of power. I seen how people manipulate it and how to use it to, to, to torment people. But I'm going to tell you, he said, when in your bed in hell, I am there. God will speak in the midst of darkness. So we're never too far off. We're ne- it's never too late for nobody. He called me out. I didn't even know about the discerning of spirits. He called me out. He said, young lady, step out. You know what I've to do. Praise God for Pastor Zeke. Lord, I thank you for my minute. I was about to lose my mind again. I'm like, God, I just want to serve Jesus. Like, what the? Why? Why? Why is this so hard? I've been through a split. I've been through denying and people are calling me up. Like, if you come with me, you can do this. Like, I've been through it all. Pastor said, I see the Lord is showing me you got spiritual leashes on you. And they sucking you dry. He didn't even know I was in ministry. I was in ministry before I was in ministry. Does that make sense? It will later. It will. Because, I mean, I'm just looking up to leaders like, what am I supposed to do? What am I called to do? 
And they, they, didn't, they just didn't have what it took, all of what that took, because they was majoring in, listen, I went up to the door one day, I was a deacon, and baby, I come up, this is what I'm saying about a carnal church, I come to the door, somebody looking like they having a swap meet in our driveway, so I go check it out. They jump out and try to jump me, yo, they try to jump me at church, I'm telling Maybe this is why I'm a Christian. They try to jump me at church. First of all, I ain't crazy. Y'all got old shoes. Y'all selling old shoes? And not like, these are like the shoes you get way back in your back closet that look like probably fungus lives there. Then was those shoes. They turned up. Who, who you going to sell them to? <laughs> Thank you, Don. Those, those shoes, right? <laughs> but I don't know if it's fungus. I'm just saying. Those shoes. And I was just like, but the, the, the spirit, I'm searching, I'm searching. It says the spirit of the Lord searches the candle. So I'm searching, I'm searching. How much time I got? Because I'm about to close. Okay, thanks. And um, I am going to close. And I was like, wait a minute. Something ain't right. Y'all here on a Sunday. Y'all don't even go to our church. Y'all have a permit for this? See, well, it pays to be nosy. I'm like, um, so why are y'all here? But I knew the girl. Baby, her cousins are like, you try to fight my cousin. I'm like, wait till my cousins come to church, baby. Now we all fighting. The, everybody like lit. We get, listen, ain't no church. I call my pastor. I don't even think it was cell phone. Some kind of way a pager. I call my pastor. I say, pastor, they trying to fight me. You better call 911 because I'm about to kill them. I'm about to kill them on everything the Lord loves. I'm about to kill them. And then one day that's when I formulated this prayer. Like, God, I can't go to hell in church. Who is going to do that? Where does that come from? I'm not. And God showed me that when your mind and your heart is not yielded under the spirit of God, these are the things that happen. But I was a new convert, kind of. I'm like, I just wanted peace, Jesus. How did I get crazy people that want to fight you on a Sunday? You could have missed me on Saturday or something. What about Friday? Sunday? I was learning it was the Lord's day. I was learning that, you know, it's holy. Who takes the time out to plot something like that? So my heart was broken. Pastor Ziggy, he was like, I see spiritual leashes, but I'm here to tell you that God is restoring all, and he's going to move you. Man, I praise God that my condition had nothing to do with the man of God's obedience and his faith. Because he spoke to me in a time. I was like, don't look at me. Don't, man, sir. But I needed it. I broke down crying. I repented. And I repented because I was so angry at the body of Christ and how crazy that was. And then later on, I saw him again, Pastor, Pastor Ziggy. And Chickasha, uh, not Chickasha, um, Lexington, with the woman with the purse. Then he hit me with supernatural increase. I was like, who is this guy? Sounding like uh, his favorite preacher now. <laughs> yeah. And he had her still, and he was kind of bigger. It's like, this dude is different. He's different. 
But it was something about it. every time I went, it was something. It was something different. It was something unique about him. And I was like, man. And the crazy part, I saw him in my spirit before I ever met him again. And I was talking to Pastor Shanika, and she was like, yeah, Pastor Ziggy. I think that was around the time Pastor Mike got blessed with a suit. And we were just talking. She was like, yeah, we getting ready to go to church. I was like, revival? Y'all go to church on a weekday? Past Wednesday? I thought we was going to gossip about my crazy church. I went, changed my life. Changed my life. Listen, this is why I'm here. The gifts, the ministries of the Holy Spirit. Stand to your feet. I know it sounded kind of crazy, but it was so valuable in the walk of Christ because 10 years has gone by. We've learned a lot. We've experienced a lot. And it's just taking me today. While everything that you would ever go through is God building, stretching, preparing, Feeling, allowing you to let stuff go. And then we be like, in the midst of it, be like, oh my God, like, uh, do it. It's good for you. It's good. Because listen, to become all that God wants us to, God loves us. He said He knows the plans for our lives, so it's necessary. So, whatever your thing is, whatever you may go through, just know it's working out for you good, man. I am so rejoiced. And that's where the joy comes from, because it's all for a purpose. I always be like, well, why I got to do it? Why they can't do it? I think pastor shared that testimony. I was mad as fish grease. And it was here. I'm like, why I got to do it? He's like, Sister Carolyn, it, it's something the Lord wants to do. You want to finish your race? Well, yeah. But why I got to do it? I was, you know, Pastor give you that great wisdom. You crying like a baby. Like, okay, I'll do it. Somewhere the Holy Ghost came in and you like, I got it. I got it. But your flesh be like, man. But for the greater things. I hope this helped you. I was being a little silly. But I know now I can see. That all things work together. See how I think how the, the revelation knowledge works. It all works together for the good of those who are called to his purpose. And it, it so I'm gonna tell you right now, when you start praying the Ephesians prayer, <laughs> yeah, that right there is some big stuff, or just wait. You're gonna start seeing the word just you're like, my God, it makes sense now. I've been stupid. The Bible says, be not, what did it say? First Corinthians 12, be not ignorant of spiritual things. Like, it's just working in me. And I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm going to stop. I got to turn it off because it's like so good. It's rich. It's fortified. And I love you guys. And you all are part of the plan. We all are part of the plan. So see yourself um, being all that God wants you to be. Um, Pastor Annie, can you come up here? Because I find myself here today. I was like, Lord, help me not jack it up. Listen, when pastor be throwing out these nuggets, take them, receive them. I, and I'm not saying you don't, but I really take them personal. I, I take them unto myself. 
I was like, that's good. <laughs> we ain't too spiritual where we won't jack it up. If our man of God is saying, <laughs> pray for me because I won't jack it up, I guess what? We going to jack it up too. And we do. <laughs> we do. So, Pastor Annie, I just want to say for a cloud of witnesses and the people of God, thank you. Thank you for, man, being a part of my journey. Now it just brings more weight, and I'm not going to cry because you always do that, man. you like Ayla, man. I'm looking away. But because of what you carry, and here in this season, the Lord's been highlighting you. And I praise God because it didn't happen when I wanted to happen or anybody else, or even when you wanted to happen, but it happened right on time. See, we can see it in other people. But I'm so glad it did because I remember, I was like, man, I'm waiting on you. Pastor Nick. I'm waiting, I'm waiting, I'm waiting. But now it's here. It had to be this way. So I thank you. I praise God for being what we need when we need it. And just wavering through all the stuff. You're very patient. You're very kind. I wish I had your nature, but I don't. That's okay. I get to have yours. I get to revel in that grace. But um, if anybody wants prayer, I'm going to pray too. But man, I'm learning how to acknowledge God. When the thing about the gifts working um, we watch generals, and this is a side note, but this is very important. When the gifts and the miracles and healing start working, there were men of God that begin to start taking these things that for saying, uh, in that book, it talks about Dowie, it talks about Jeffries. The thing that God uses you, and He'll use you in areas of healings. So I believe, and God has told me, that cancer and tumors that I would have authority of. And it was when we was at Twyla's house, when we had a pool party, I'm throwing a nugget, go to the pool party. There's anointing at the pool party that's coming up August 6th. But we were there, but also it was the family in Chickasha that you and Pastor knew, a young girl who had cancer. And I don't mean to bring this up, but it's a point. Because we thought we were supposed to go. And one of our members was like, let's go. Let's storm the gates. Let's woohoo!" This is the type of person she was. It was good, but it wasn't God. You see what I'm saying? And so in that, by the grace of God, I was like, the Lord told me, Carolyn, I'm going to give you dominion. And I shared it at the table. Do you remember? Now, at that time... Nothing was working. Nothing. But here recently, Pastor Ziggy gave a word that curling miracles are going to come out of your ministry. Look how long that took. But now, as I was reading this book, when God started using you in the areas of the supernatural, you have to be real careful. And I gave all those demonstrations that was funny, ha-ha, because those are the warnings that happens. We will jack it up. That's really why pastors, that's what I'm trying to get to, why pastor asks that we pray that he don't jack it up. So I'm asking today that you really, if you, 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 you pray for the man of God, but really do it more accurately and pray that because he is under an anointing that 
There are enemies that are trying to sift him as wheat. But he has done one thing, and he says it all the time. Pray that I don't jack it up. And he always brings himself back. He humbles himself and brings himself back to know that he is the man. He is the instrument. So some of these men and women of God, they had great ministries, but they fouled it up. And the very thing that God anointed them to do, they died from the very thing. Rheumatoid arthritis. One had um, got, um, I mean, he said Jeffries, he was balled up. Smith Wigglesworth probably was the only one. So I'm saying what I battled has been cancer. I'll tell you, it has been bone cancer, but I never said it. I still don't declare it. Because I knew if I said that, and I told the doctors, I don't got that. I looked up what the word means, myelofibrosis. And I got tumors, fibroid tumors. So how, I said, my God, here I've been approaching my healing. And here God, years ago, she's my witness. So I can't take it lightly. But in the process of me going, this is why you have to go. In spite of your infirmity, in spite of your doubt, in spite of what you're going through, mental oppression, God will still use you under that anointing. And you will find your, I talked about mental oppression. When we out there, it was a time, a couple of times Gabby went, and I'm not going to find myself, but I'm able to locate it today. This is what I'm saying. And Rhonda told me, I didn't even know. So I'm like, praise the Lord. I still don't understand it. There are people that when I pray for them, their very continents change and they clear up. So the best thing I'm going to do, stay the course, listen to the Lord, keep myself humble. But he's been working all this pride, all this haughtiness. You have seen me at my best and my worst. And if God can do it for me, he can do it for everyone in this room. So if you want prayer to receive what I'm saying, you are, we are, we are not even close. We're there. Faith says now. Miracle says now. Revival says now. Now we are equipped. Now we are walking in the anointing. Now we are uh, moving in the things of God. Expect it. Because when you least expect it and you're not prepared, huh? you miss your divine appointment. Stand to your feet, everyone. This is why we have to obey when someone's talking and, and, and declaring the word of God. Like, I'm getting so much of a different type of reverence now. I love you. I love you so much. Because if we can't even obey the man or woman of God when they say, praise God, lift up your hands, declare after me. Pastor Annie, you can't get to the greater things. So we got to respect you guys even more. So when... God gives the man of God instruction to our leaders. Man, had to walk that out. He is counting on us. Your divine appointment, your anointing, your grace, your empowerment to go to that next level is counting on your obedience.
That's just how important it is, guys. And I got the greatest honor to deliver to you today. So, Father God, make a shake it in Lord, we thank you for everything you said today, everything you shared, even some of the funny parts, God. We thank you, Lord, that we will prepare ourselves, we will listen, we will humble ourselves under the mighty hand of God, that in due season, you are raising us up. Lord, you're raising us up as a church, as an individual, and as the mantle of walking in the gifts, the ministries of the Ghost. Father, we thank you that, Lord, that if everyone grasped it, Lord, they said they received. Lord, you continue the work because it's some water, some plant, but it's you, God, that gives the increase by your spirit. So, Father, I thank you for the woman of God who's standing in agreement with our pastor and Lord. Deliver them from evil and perverse men, Lord. Help them not jack it up, Lord, as they're walking out their purpose, as they're walking out their uh, uh, divine appointments, God. Lord, as you're raising Pastor Annie up for this time and this season, Lord, the boldness to declare the gospel, that, Lord, that no one can defy what you have placed in her, God. But we thank you, God, that she walked under that mantle with greater confidence. But, Lord, you've already done the work. So, Lord, we thank you, we acknowledge it, and we praise you that each and every individual here, under the sound of my voice and those that are missing, Lord, will take part in what was preached, teached, and shared tonight by the way of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.